Yes, The Story of a Dreamer, written by Frankie Ann Marcel, illustrated by Patrick Regan. What do you want to write today? What do you want to say? Are you happy or are you blue? Maybe green and yellow too. Don't matter who you are. There's so many words in your heart. So grab a pen and paper, let's start. Welcome. I'm Donnie. I'm a white man with kind of curly, wavy, messy brown hair, brown glasses, and a slight brown beard. Today, I'm wearing a black sweater with big purple letters on them. We're sitting in my colorful New York City apartment. I'm here with my friend Frankie. Frankie's a professional writer, so a great person to have as a guest for Let's Write About. Hi, Frankie. Hi, Donnie. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm Frankie. I'm a white woman with dirty blonde hair, light pink glasses, and today I'm wearing a black t-shirt with a black sweater. Did someone say there's an auteur present? You must be Dragon. I've heard so much about you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Where are my manners? I'm Dragon, a small green dragon with gray horns and dark green wings. But Frankie, do tell us, what sort of writing do you do? I write fiction. My children's picture book, Yes, is all about saying yes to your dreams. And I actually brought a copy of it with me. Would you all like to hear it? Yeah! Literary reading? Here? Now? Yes, of course, dragon, dragon, dragon. Let's take it a few steps back. First, we should sing hello. Ah, oh, yes, I suppose you're right. Yeah, we'll sing hello, everybody. We're glad you came today three times round. Ready? Yeah! Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. We're glad you came today. Yeah, great singing. We'll go to Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. We're glad you came today. One last time. Hello, everybody. singing everyone. Now Frankie, Dragon and I, we're gonna move my apartment around a bit and get ready. Then we'll hear Yes from Frankie. Hi everyone, it's me Frankie again. I'm here with my book Yes. While I'm reading, I'll be describing some of the illustrations, but they'll also be up behind me in case you want to take a look. So, here we go. 
Yes, The Story of a Dreamer, written by Frankie and Marcel, illustrated by Patrick Regan. There's a little girl and she's wearing a black leotard, pink skirt, and pink ballet shoes. There's also an older man who is wearing a tan hat, tan t-shirt, and blue overalls with dark brown boots. He has glasses and a white beard. Behind them are green trees, grass, and a blue sky with seagulls. And it says, yes, the story of a dreamer. Here we are in a little girl's bedroom. She is laying in bed, cuddled up in a purple blanket with lots of stuffed animals around her. A doll, a giraffe, and a penguin, just to name a few. She's holding a little black dog stuffed animal, and she is a white little girl with brown hair. Around her bedroom are bright, twinkling lights. When I was a little girl, I would lay in the dark before bed. When I fell asleep, I had many wonderful dreams that made the darkness a little brighter, like twinkling lights on a Christmas tree. Here we see the little girl as a grown-up. She's in the shadows as a ballerina on a great big stage with red curtains and gold on a gold wall. She's dancing in front of an audience full of people. I dreamt of dancing across glorious stages in front of crowds of people, bringing joy to their hearts and smiles to their faces. I dreamt of being expressive and free. I dreamt of dancing. Now, the little girl's sitting on an airplane. She's holding that same black dog and wearing a dark blue, kind of purple shirt. Outside her window, there is a beautiful ocean and sandy beach with a bright blue sky. I dreamt of traveling the world, crossing deep blue oceans and climbing mountains that seemed to graze the heavens. I dreamt of the various cultures, sights, and sounds each new location offered. I dreamt of traveling. Now we see the little girl as a grown-up. She's sitting in a classroom full of students with a bookshelf behind her. She's holding a book and reading to the students. Some of them have their hands in the air. I dreamt of being a teacher, sharing my experiences with the next generation of dreamers. I dreamt of changing lives one student at a time. I dreamt of teaching. We see the little girl as a little girl again. She's wearing a black ballerina leotard, pink tutu, and pink ballet shoes too. We see her back as it's facing a crowd of people. Some of them are crossing their arms, some of them have their head down. When I was a little girl, after a night of dreaming, I would spring from my bed, excited to share my dreams. But, I noticed something that made my heart sink. People began to frown. People exchanged worried glances. People told me no. The little girl is now sitting with someone, a woman with dark brown hair. We can still see the crowd of people a little further behind her. The girl has a slightly sad look on her face and the woman has her hand on the little girl's shoulder. 
You're different, they said. How can you dance on stage if you can't see in the lights? How can you find your way backstage in the dark? How can you turn without falling? You can't be a dancer because you can't see. We see the little girl again, only this time she's with an older man with dark brown hair. She's looking down and she has her arms folded across her chest. She seems kind of upset. You're different, they said. How can you travel if you can't drive a car? How can you get on a plane if you can't read the signs? How can you find your way in a new place if you can't cross the street? You can't travel the world because you can't see. We see the little girl again standing in front of the crowd. We're a little closer up on her now and her arms are folded and she has a sort of frustrated look on her face. You're different, they said. How can you be a teacher if you can't see the back row of desks in a classroom? How can you be responsible for children when you can't focus on the entire room? How can you show your students examples if you can't read the small print? You can't be a teacher because you can't see. We're back in the little girl's bedroom. She's laying in bed with her purple blankets pulled up close to her. Her eyes are closed and we see one small tear rolling down her cheek. One night when it was time for bed, I curled up in my blankets ready to fall asleep. My mother kissed me goodnight and turned off the light. My room had never felt so dark before. A tear rolled down my cheek and across my pillow. I tried with all of my strength to fall asleep. And for the first time, I had no dreams at all. Now we see an older man. He is standing with a bright blue sky behind him. He has a tan hat, tan, jack, uh, tan shirt, and blue overalls with a big brown bag over his shoulder. Then one day, I met a man. He was tall with white hair and bright blue eyes that twinkled behind his glasses. And on his hands, he wore withered gloves. And on his shoulder, he carried a large bag. Now we see a close-up of the man. We can see his face and twinkling blue eyes a little bit better. And behind him, we see a bright blue ocean with boats on it and some beautiful sand. He was different from anyone I had ever known. He was kind, he was warm, and he smiled at me. Now we see the little girl standing on a boardwalk next to the man. He has his hands in his pockets and she is looking down at her feet with her hands behind her back, seeming kind of sad. I am the gardener, he said, planter of dreams, keeper of the stars. Now tell me, little one, what are your dreams? I stared at the man and then looking down at my feet, I said quietly, I don't have any. We see the man and little girl sort of leaning on the railing of the boardwalk. The little girl is looking up at the old man 
and we see the bright blue ocean with seagulls flying around them and boats in the water. The man laughed. I looked back up at him and saw his smile had widened. Oh, that's silly, he chuckled. You must have a dream. Everyone has at least one, and I want to hear all about yours. This picture is the same as the one on the cover. The little girl and the old man are sitting on a bench on the boardwalk with green trees and grass and a bright blue sky behind them. There's also a seagull perched on the railing of the boardwalk. I felt my heart fluttering in my chest. My eyes came alive as I began to tell this wonderful man all about my dreams. We see them sitting on the bench again, but now there are three little bubbles above their heads that have pictures of the girl's dreams, a stage, the plane, and her reading to a classroom full of students. I told him about dancing and traveling and teaching. I told him about glorious stages and deep blue oceans and mountains that graze the heavens. I told him about the next generation of dreamers. We see them sitting together again, only this time we're looking at the back of their heads. And we see the blue ocean, the yellow sand, some boats in the water, and some seagulls flying too. I told him about all of the people I wanted to meet and help and work with to change the world. I told him everything. The man listened quietly, his gaze never leaving mine. We see the front of them again, and this time the old man has his arm around the little girl's shoulder. When I had finished, the man put his arm on my shoulder. You are quite the dreamer, he said. Now we see the little girl. She's still sitting on the bench, and she's looking down with her hands in her lap. A seagull flaps its wings next to her. My gaze shifted down to my feet. I used to be, I whispered, but I can't do any of those things because I can't see. For the first time since I met him, the old man frowned. Who told you that, he asked. Everyone, I answered. Now we see the little girl standing up next to the old man. She is holding her hands out and he has a little ball of light that he's placing in her hand. Can I tell you a secret, he said, leaning in close to me. As I nodded slowly, the man reached into his bag, pulled something out, and placed it in my hand. It was a small ball of light that gleamed in my palm. They're wrong, he said. What is it, I asked in amazement. That, said the man, is a star. Now we have a close-up image of the little girl. She's holding the star right in front of her mouth and she has a little smile on her face. She seems really excited. I had never seen a star before. I had only pictured them in my dreams. I sat mesmerized watching its light dance across my fingers. And as I held the beautiful star, I felt my heart begin to beat faster and faster. Now we see the little girl and the gardener sitting on a bench together again, 
we see the star glowing through the little girl's hands and behind them, we see a night sky filled with stars, just like the one she's holding. Stars are the seeds that allow dreams to grow, the man said. You are a dreamer and this star now belongs to you. Someone who dreams as much as you do can do anything. And I am here to tell you, yes, you can do anything. Just keep on dreaming and let your star shine bright. I smiled at the man. Thank you, I said, before placing the star in my own pocket. The little girl is back in her bedroom. She's laying down with her purple blankets pulled up close to her again. And this time, her mom is leaning over, giving her a kiss on the forehead. Her mom has dark brown hair and a pink shirt. The next night, when the sun had faded and it was time for bed, I curled up in my blankets, ready to fall asleep. My mother kissed me goodnight and turned off the light. Only this time, something was different. The little girl is sitting in her bed. We see her stuffed animal friends again and her nightstand with a lamp and alarm clock on it. She's holding her glowing star and its light is bouncing off the walls, making lots of twinkling lights that look like a sky full of stars in her bedroom. I leapt out of bed and ran to pull my star out of my pocket, marveling at the wonderful thing I held in my hand. I held the star close to my heart for a moment before putting it under my pillow. I closed my eyes and that night I had the most wonderful dream of all. We see the little girl laying in bed, just like before, but now her eyes are closed, she's sleeping, and a little smile is on her face. In the dream, I was a grown-up, living in an incredible city. I danced across many glorious stages for crowds of people. I traveled the world crossing deep blue oceans and climbing mountains. I was a teacher, sharing my experiences with the next generation of dreamers. I did everything I ever wanted to do, and I was very happy. Now we see the little girl all grown up. She's wearing a pink dress with a blue jean jacket, and she has pink sunglasses on. She's walking down a city street, and we see yellow taxis driving on the road next to her. That was long ago, when I was a little girl. Now, I am a grown up. I live in an amazing city. I have danced, I have traveled, I have taught. The little girl is, as a grown-up, is sitting on her fire escape. She has a mug of coffee in her hand and her laptop is on her lap. Above her is a little dream bubble where we see the gardener on the beach all those years ago. I am happier than I ever dreamed I could be. All because one man told me, yes. The girl is in her bed, all cuddled up. We see a dream bubble above her that shows her sitting with a student wearing a blue dress. The student has her hands up in her face looking like she's crying and there's a white cane on the table. Last night, I had a new dream. I was sitting with a young girl. She was crying because no one believed in her. 
everyone was telling her no. The girl and the new little girl are sitting together at a table. There's a book open in front of them and the, the little girl's white cane is folded up next to her. The dreamer is holding the little girl. She has her arm around her and there's a bookshelf behind them. Pulling her close, I dried her eyes, reached into my pocket and dropped something in her hand. It was the same star that the kind man had given to me all those years ago. The young girl looked at me with puzzled eyes. They're wrong, I said to her. The two are sitting together again. The new little girl is looking up at our dreamer. She's smiling and she has a glowing ball of light in her hand. That is a star. Stars are the seeds that allow dreams to grow. You are a dreamer and this star now belongs to you. Someone who dreams as much as you do can do anything. And I am here to tell you, yes, you can do anything. Just keep on dreaming and let your star shine bright. We see the new little girl standing with a wide smile on her face as she holds the glowing star right in front of her heart. The young girl held the star in her palm and watched its light dance across her fingers. Pulling the star close to her heart, her eyes met mine as she smiled and mouthed one simple word. Yes. And we see the little girl and our dreamer standing together. The dreamer is holding the little girl and they're both smiling. We see a big city, a shadow of a ballerina dancing under a bright spotlight. We see a desk with an apple book and a cup of pencils on it. And we see a plane flying through the sky. Above them all is the word yes in bright white letters surrounded by a blue light, kind of like the glowing yellow light of that special star. The end. Thank you so much for reading with me. Frankie's book, Yes, is on a wooden table and uh oh, here comes bookworm. Oh, it seems like maybe bookworm can't eat this book. No, it it seems to be too big for bookworm. Maybe a third try will do it. No, even on the third try, bookworm can't eat this book. Welcome back. We have the apartment back set up how it usually is, with a colorful walls, school posters, and bookshelf. I'm back here with Dragon and Frankie. Frankie, that was such an incredible reading. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, surely. It was, it was astounding. Why? Frankie, where could I purchase this book? You know what, Dragon? You can have this one. Whoa, 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 for me? Why, Frankie, you, you shouldn't have. Why, it's such, such a fantastic book. I'll have to tell all my friends. It'll have to keep pride of place in my library. Why, this book is perfect for all readers. It's like, why, it's like a, a warm cup of, of hot cocoa from, from my Aunt Waverin. Yes, it's just the right comforting kind of book. Thank you so much, Frankie. You're welcome, Dragon. And if any of your friends or any of you want a copy, 
you can get one on my website, frankieannmarcel.com. You can also check that out to see any fun events or author talks I might be doing. Hey, that's really cool. What kind of things do you do with this book? Do you have any like plans or things you do to help people who also want to follow their dreams? Yeah, you know what? Sometimes when I, I have so many dreams that sometimes I have a hard time remembering them. So I really like to do an activity called making a passion poster. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I'm, I'm not sure what that is. A passion poster, it's kind of like a collage, except the pictures that you use on the collage are all about your dreams. For example, let's say we were making a collage about the girl's dreams in Yes. Mm -hmm. She had dreams about dancing and traveling and teaching. So if I was going to find pictures about her dreams, I might use a picture of a ballet shoe, a plane, and maybe a desk with an apple on it. What about you? If you were going to make a passion poster about your dreams, what are some pictures that you would use? Hmm. You know, I think I would use maybe a microphone, uh, a book, maybe a pen, or maybe a quill. Something really kind of fancy to show how much I love poetry and how much it means. Yes, I think I get the gist of this passion poster. Why, I might put some books myself or some of my favorite historical landmarks. You know, my friend Ramble would really love this project. He always has so many dreams. Sometimes it seems like he has trouble keeping track of them. That's so true. It can be really hard to keep track of all your dreams. Mm. So once you have them all, you have all your pictures, you can cut them out into fun shapes and then glue them down on your big piece of paper, your mm. poster. And that's a passion poster. Yeah. That makes sense. Dragon, I think we should probably teach this to Rant and Ramble. I think they'd like it a lot. Yes, indubitably. <laughs> yeah. But now, it's time for us to say goodbye. So, just like we sang hello, we'll sing goodbye, everybody. We're glad you came today, three times through. Are you ready to sing? Yeah! Goodbye, everybody. See you again next time. Let's Write About is fiscally sponsored by Accessible Festivals, a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making music and recreation accessible to all abilities. And it's made possible by viewers like you. Head to DinyWelchPoetry.com to learn more and find out how you can support the show. <laughs>